Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, it's Amanda Davies here. How are you today? I hope you are fabulous as always. I was asked a very direct question yesterday on a call with a prospect and I thought it was worth sharing. The question I was asked yesterday was, is it only a certain number of people who really ever make it online? Um, Because there are just so many people that it seems are struggling Uh, Can you just kind of square with me and just say, is it just sort of a select few kind of shiny people that actually make it, who actually create a business that turns over more than six figures, for example, uh, you know, where you actually feel like you can kind of jump ship from your corporate job, maybe, you know, successfully and things. And look, my, my answer is, and my answer to this lady was absolutely not. There is not a shiny little group of people that have got it all figured out and they know something that you don't. But really, there are some things that you need to consider and there are some things that I've learned in the last four years of being in this business that I really want to share with you because it hasn't all been rainbows and flipping unicorns and I know it hasn't been for the shiny kind of people that you're looking at as well and the big names that you think all have it sort of figured out in the industry. I know for a fact that, you know, it's definitely a journey, all right, but There's some lessons that I've learned, as I said, that I'd really like to share with you because as someone who's been in this industry who has not just survived it, but kind of thrived over the last four years and really helped others get into a very similar position and where they're feeling good and, you know, over 80% of our clients quit their corporate job, for example, after working with us and they are setting up and, and managing to create these incredible businesses despite the fact that the industry is changing, despite the fact that frankly, the stats are stacked against us in terms of succeeding in business. I want to paint sort of a picture of what's going on in the industry at the moment and kind of really address this concern about is it really just a small handful of shiny people that actually make it or actually is there hope for the average woman uh, who's just looking to create an incredible business, make the impact she wants to make, make an incredible income for herself and her family and really start to grow and scale from there. But look, um, You know, like I said, the stats are, unfortunately, for many businesses stacked against them. And I know that's a big part of why this question came up for this lady as well, because, you know, there's a new report out as well. Uh, It was a business report on female business leaders run by American Express. It was commissioned by them. And admittedly, it was a US report, but I think that the US is a really great place to start in terms of getting a gauge and a sense on what's happening um, in the online industry in particular. And unfortunately, what came out of that report is that although women-led businesses are growing uh, like exponentially, I mean, crazy growth, which is awesome, unfortunately, 88% of female-led businesses are earning less than 100K a year. That's US dollars, obviously. Um, in fact, the average is more like sort of 30,000, you know, and that's kind of a successful business, one that stays open, one that's actually turning some profit as well. But like I said, the vast majority of people, women-led businesses, are earning less than a hundred grand a year. And I feel that's a problem. 
right? I think that's a huge problem. Uh, and I think that, you know, the, the stats get smaller and smaller as you push upwards of 100 grand a year. You know, something like 5% are earning between 100 and 250. And, you know, the rest is sort of so on. I, I think it's only like 1.3% of female-led businesses are earning over seven figures, uh, which I think freaking needs to change, frankly, which is a big part of what I, why I do what I do as well. But, you know, there are some other stats as well. And there's some new stats that are emerging um, from a study here in the UK, actually, where 80% uh, of businesses, 80% of businesses fail in their first 18 months as well you know i think that statistic used to look more like sort of 50 percent but obviously with more and more businesses emerging in the marketplace as well we've got more people out there and more people failing if that makes sense so obviously those numbers are going to be compounded but the reality is the odds are stacked against us um, and now what i want to do is not paint a picture of doom and gloom whatsoever because the reality is there are some incredible statistics out there as well and statistics that should inspire you to want to be part of this industry, to continue wanting to be part of this industry as well. So for example, the e-learning industry is set to double within the next five years. The e-learning industry is set to double within the next five years to over $330 billion, which is massive. Coaching, as well i mean this is a new and emerging market and it has been for the last few years um and there's been a lot of scaremongering saying oh is the bubble gonna burst and blah 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 blah. no coaching is going nowhere all right and in fact the industry is growing uh, it's upwards of 2.4 billion at the moment it's it's an incredibly fast-paced growing industry and it's still on that trajectory that's going up and up and up so my answer is there has been no better time to be in this this marketplace in this industry if you are looking to set up sort of the online components of your business if you're looking to really grow your e-learning business or your coaching business or your consulting business online there's been no better time guys to to do that but you do need to be aware that the marketplace is rapidly shifting and rapidly changing so what worked in online business 18 months ago doesn't work anymore flat out what even worked 12 months ago is rapidly changing as well and i'm going to talk about some of these trends and some of this stuff as we go through uh this but i just want to lay that out as sort of a bit of a state of play around where we're at in terms of the online industry uh it's incredibly exciting particularly if you can stay nimble and you can stay agile i'm going to come back to that later but guys there are some very clear things that you can do to stay ahead of the game to stay in the business in business generally but also to start thriving as well because no one goes into these freaking businesses to just be limping along and kind of like maybe replacing your corporate income but maybe not and it's all a bit uncertain what we really need to do is create certainty and consistency in what we're doing and i know that can feel a little bit like how do i do that but you know and i'm going to talk a little bit about that later on but it's going to be absolutely key and there's not many people talking about consistency particularly with solo businesses right you are the business i am the business at the moment you know i've got a small team and that's growing which is amazing but we all start out in those first few years as the business so there are some very specific things that you need to be doing as the leader as well to really make sure that you're successful so what i want to talk about first of all is the problem that i'm seeing right now um and just sharing some insights with you and kind of the behaviors that I'm seeing online as well. Because I know when you're struggling, 
in your business and you're struggling to book clients, you're struggling to turn revenue, let alone profit. Um, I know it's very easy to get caught up, particularly in social media, where you're looking at everybody else and thinking everyone else has got it figured out. What's wrong with me? You know, why aren't I in the success club kind of thing? And you see all of these glossy ads and stuff, right? So number one, you see the glossy ads and you see the glossy Instagram feeds and the Facebook feeds and you assume that everybody else has their shit together apart from you, right? But you've got to remember, first of all, obviously people are showing you what they want to show you, particularly these influencers and big names that I talk about. You know, I know for a fact, I know many of these people and there's, of course, stuff happening behind the scenes that, you know, they choose not to share. There's personal stuff or there's whatever. So please don't feel kind of down <laughs> when you think that everyone else has their act together and you somehow don't and you're missing a trick. Okay. Because like you said, it, like I said, it's glossy and that's the nature of social media as well. Sadly, I think we are starting to move away from that as well as a trend. People don't want glossy and perfect anymore. People want to see messy and real and actually they want to see stories and they want to see people evolving and characters evolving, which I think is, is really interesting. But the problem is you see these glossy ads and you see these, um, the celebrity like status of these big names in your industry and the gurus and everyone. And it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, these people have got 100,000 followers or millions of followers and I've got two, you know, my mum and my best friend kind of thing. How, how can I get started and how can I possibly compete with these people? And the key is you don't compete, but that's like a whole other video for another time. Um, but I know that you see this stuff and I know that you even see, particularly on Instagram as well, these big names and these celebrity type people and influencers all hanging out together as well, right? And you see them having dinner and having drinks and hosting events together. And you're like, why am I not in the club? Damn it. What am I doing wrong? Like, why aren't I in that club? Is it because I don't have a Hay House book deal? <laughs> or is it because, you know, I don't know the right people? Or is it because I live in the wrong part of the world? Like, what is it that's going on? Am I not cool enough? You know, and you start to question yourself, right? And I know this, guys, because I've been there, but also a lot of my clients and obviously prospects as well talk about this too. And like I said, the whole point of this video is because I had that very direct question. And look, a big part of the problem is as well, and this is sort of where it's all coming to, is that what I see is people over-consuming information rather than staying potent and staying in their own power in terms of creating their own content, creating their own beliefs around their business, creating their own sort of ideas and brand. And people try and model and copy a little bit too much, right? And look, it's great to be inspired by the people that inspire us, but actually you need to do you. And people want to see more of you and they want to see more realness and rawness from you, okay? Stop over-consuming information, all right? Um, because the problem is when you're over-consuming information, what this looks like sometimes is not just stalking people on social media and getting caught in the comparison trap, but I've seen people hacking other people's funnels, like just signing up to their stuff to see what their funnel looks like, uh, you know, obsessively trying to model these people, trying to act like them, talk like them, create a website that looks exactly like theirs, speak in a way that they speak. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. Um, but I understand it. I understand why you're doing it because you want to be successful. And you care deeply about your, what you're doing and the message you're here to share and 
who you're here to serve and you think that if that's what success looks like, then I need to model that. Because that's, isn't that one of the things that we've all been told in this industry? It's like you find someone who's successful and then you follow in their footsteps and you follow their five-step system to success, right? <laughs> um, and look, I mean, there is some, I think when you're starting out, you know, there's very different, you know, there's different starting points with all of this. I think when you're starting out, of course, you need a framework and you need a starting point because as it, I guess, you're not experienced in business and you don't know where to sort of start and what to get going with and who your ideal client is and blah, 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 you know, and there are very good systems and things that can help you work that out. That's great because it gives you a starting point. But actually, as you begin to grow and sort of, um, you know, your business evolves, those sorts of five-step cookie-cutter processes generally don't work. And they don't work because a whole host of reasons. But in essence, they're stealing your leadership ability. They're stealing your leadership ability. You are the leader in this business. You know what is what feels good to you. You know what you want to create. You know who you're here to serve. Um, and sometimes those five-step cookie-cutter processes can really detract from your own intuition and your own guidance and your own stuff that's coming up. So just caution you on that one. What I'm not saying is that you don't invest in skill sets and that you don't invest in learning and that you don't invest in team. They're very different. And I'm going to come on to talk about those in a minute, but those sort of obsessively following these cookie cutter approaches and these things that are designed for the masses, um, they're not going to help you stand out longer term. They will help you kind of get, you know, I don't know, like a stake in the ground or whatever and kind of hoist yourself along for a little bit. <laughs> but they won't help you get to that sort of six figure level of income. All right. They'll help you maybe get some clients. They'll help you get a bit of a, a clearer idea on what direction you're headed in. But guys, I just caution against that. Okay. And yeah, like I said, I'm going to come on to that in a sec, but I hope that makes sense. So this is why it's a problem. This is why it's a problem. We're in the comparison game. We're seeing all the glossy ads. We're looking at the five-step cookie-cutter processes. We're looking at the people we admire. We're looking at the big names hanging out together. It's very, very easy when you start to boil all of that down to think that you have nothing to offer, that you've been left behind, that the boat has well and truly sailed, all right? It's very easy to feel left out to feel dejected even if you want to sort of tap into that social aspect it's very very easy to feel that way and it's also i'd say very easy to think that you're missing something that everyone else got the memo and you didn't all right that there's one little missing piece of the puzzle and if you just had that little piece of the puzzle then everything would fit into place you know like i said the book deal with hay house or maybe you just need the podcast with the right microphone Maybe you need to invest in a photo shoot so you can pretty up your Instagram feed. Um, maybe you just need that one great funnel. I mean, how many times have we heard that? And look, there's nothing inherently wrong, obviously, with a book deal and a podcast. And all that. It's all great, but you don't need it. I want to say this again. You don't need it because actually behind the scenes, there are a lot of people succeeding in this industry and you don't even know their name. All right. So again, it depends on what you're after in your business, but there are a lot of people doing extremely well that are behind the scenes that are plugging away, delivering in their expertise and in their chosen areas. And you wouldn't even necessarily know who they are. So you don't need these big fancy things to be able to succeed 
in this business. And I want to make that really clear because I don't think that has been made clear. If I'm honest, if I look at the rhetoric and the online marketing message as a collective over the last two, three years, I don't think that's very clear, right? Because people want you to buy into their branding programs or they want you to buy into their photo shoots or the people that they work with or they want, you know, and there's all this sort of stuff that you how to create a podcast in 30 days programs and stuff like that. Um, so I want to share with you what have been some of my learnings. So I hope that's okay. And like I said, it's, you know, it's stuff that these, these are my personal learnings that I want to share with you. And there's kind of three things in particular that I want to share. Um, like I said, as someone who's sort of been in this online space for about four years now, having, you know, like I said, not just survived it, but kind of thriving as well. My business has grown exponentially every single year into the multiple six figure level. Um, I've also been, you know, you see, you, you subscribe to me, you know that I've won um, awards, I've been nominated for awards and I've been featured in the press and things like that. I feel that where I've got to is, it's unusual, uh, particularly as I've seen a lot of people come and go in the industry as well. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself one of those big celebrity-like type status people. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have a million followers, for example. Uh, I don't have a book deal with, with Hay House or anything like that, but I've still managed to make this work in a very incredibly, incredible way. And not just me, but many of my clients that I work with as well are doing super well. So the first thing that I want to say and kind of the first big lesson is you have to courageously commit to your business. I talk about this all the time, courageous commitment. All right. And what that means is that this business is not a little side thing. It's not a hobby and it's not something that you do just for some pocket money on the side. And you know, it's a, it's a business and you go into it with that mindset as well. So commitment is a mindset. Now, I know that you might be sitting there thinking, well, Amanda, I don't have the luxury of thinking that way because I work a nine to five or I've got kids or I'm the main breadwinner or whatever in my household. I can't afford to courageously commit to my business because what if it doesn't work? What if it's not going to replace my income consistently? What if, what if, what if, what if? And we get stuck in the story of what if. Now, the thing I want to tell you is I can relate. I too was working in a nine to five job when I started my business. I too was the sole breadwinner and I couldn't just venture into this business willy nilly and kind of hope that it would work. I mean, I literally couldn't afford to do that. Um, and many of my clients are in exactly the same position. I have a client who's got six kids and she works. I mean, it's incredible. So all I would say is courageous commitment isn't a jack your job in and get started with your business straight away and kind of, you know, go all tunnel vision, tunnel visioned and, get your partner to look after the kids and you locking everyone out and you're just going to stay in your little office for six months to get this going. It doesn't mean that that's not realistic, but courageous commitment is a mindset. It's a mindset. Okay. It means that it means that you're getting resourceful with your time. It means that you're looking for those pockets of time. It means that you are getting resourceful when the chips are down and it means that you're not waiting until there's a better time. It's like now is the time. All right. And I'm showing up to this and I'm doing the work and I'm making the time to do the work because it's a priority. Okay. It also means that frankly, your business is a full-time gig, even if you're working full-time and even if you're parenting full-time, 
that's a bit of a reality check for you guys. And not a lot of people like to talk about that. Everyone likes to talk about ease and flow and all this sort of nice stuff. And absolutely we can work towards that. But in the meantime, whilst you're going through that transition, I need to be really open with you guys. There are going to be early mornings. There are going to be late nights. There are going to be social engagements that you won't go to because actually this is the priority and you can dress it up however you want. And maybe this will get a bit of a backlash and it's like, that's fine. But guys, commitment is a mindset and commitment is also getting resourceful around your time. And that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn very early on in my business where it's like, I'm not just playing at this. I'm serious and I'm committed because I have my mission and I have my vision. And it's not one of those kind of, you know, people talk about your why, which is great. But it's not just about my why for me. It's not just about the fact that I wanted more freedom in my life. I wanted more money. I wanted more travel and all of this incredible stuff. But actually it was about my why in terms of the difference I want to make, the people I want to serve, the women that I want to work with, the change that I want to create in the world as well. So I had to get really focused and locked in on both of those whys, if that makes sense. Okay. And I had to make the bloomin' time to be able to do this. You know, I remember sitting in um, the car park at work uh, when I was still working, taking client calls at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, I had a client call at 6.30 in the morning and then straight after 7.30 and then at 8.30, I would go into the office kind of thing. All right. Same in the evenings. And look, you know, like I said, I work with lots of mums as well who are getting super resourceful around their time, stealing moments, stealing pockets of time wherever they can because they're committed to this. It's not just something that you're doing for fun or as a little side thing. This isn't a hobby business and I don't help people build hobby businesses. So this is the biggest piece of, of kind of learning or lesson that I would share with you right up front. You've got to courageously commit to your business. The second thing, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, is around skill set, okay, and investing. Now, <clears throat> I think where you invest your money obviously differs depending on what stage you're at in your business. It goes without saying. You might be investing in team. You might be investing in a framework. You might be investing in coaching and mentoring. You might be investing in advertising. You might be investing in all sorts of things, collateral, etc., branding, websites, systems. There's so many investments that you need to make. And what I hear sometimes is, again, kind of on prospect calls or in my community, sort of more broadly, it's like, oh, what do you mean I've got to pay to sort of pay for a CRM or I have to pay for a website or I have to pay for G Suite? Oh, my God. Guys, I, I just need to, t like, you've got to invest in your business. Like, I'm not even kidding you. And so many people are not willing to invest. And this surprises me. And it surprises me even to this day, all right, because, you know, and like I was saying, you know, this isn't about blindly following someone's five-step proven strategy or proven system to success kind of thing, but you do need to strengthen your tools, okay, the tools that you're using. So whether that are, that is the systems, for example, or whether it is paid advertising or, you know, whatever kind of strategy you're going to use to get your message out there and get leads and clients and things like that, you need to strengthen your toolkit but also you need to strengthen your skill set in the areas where you're weak. You need to pay to invest in skill set. All right. Like I said, the five-step proven system is fine at certain stages in your business. Great. 
helps put you on the map, helps you kind of give you some direction, helps you get going and get some traction. Amazing. But actually, there's going to come a point where you need to come out of that and start to look at, right, this is my zone of genius. This is where I'm an expert. Okay. I'm an expert in, I don't know, just making stuff up. Like I'm an expert in relationships. I help people heal from the pain of divorce, for example. That's my zone of genius. But guess what, lovely? You're also the marketer and you're also the salesperson in your business. Okay. You're also the leader. Marketer, salesperson, leader, and not just the relationship coach, for example. Okay. Um, you need to pay to strengthen your skill sets in those areas where you're weak. All right. And this is what I had to do as well. Um, and again, finding the best people who can help you develop sales, who can develop your marketing strategy, who can work alongside you to do that because you're not a marketer. You know, we're not born knowing how to do this stuff. I say this all the time. But also we're not born knowing how to lead either. And so working with people who can help you develop um, team leadership skills, how to lead your vision, how to lead yourself, get the best out of yourself, perform at the peak levels you need to be performing at as a business owner and entrepreneur. It's the equivalent of a professional athlete. Brenda Bouchard talks about this in his book and in his research that he's done. The amount of stamina that you need is incredible. Invest in your tools, your skill set, and your health is something else I would say as well. And I mean, I can't even, I can't stress this enough, your health and your physical vitality um, in this game, because it's mental and there's lots of stuff going on all the time and you're always multitasking and you're wearing hundreds of different hats, literally. Like I said, you're the expert, but you're also the salesperson. You're also the marketer and you're also the leader as well. You're also probably the admin person. You're probably the cleaner at home and you're probably the mom and the wife or partner. And you've got all of these different hats and different roles. And if you're not investing in your physical vitality, if you're not staying fit, if you're not eating the right foods, if you're not performing where you need to be performing and you're not investing in a gym membership and actually bloody going, or if you're not investing in a healthy eating plan or a dietitian, or if you're not at least even just investing time into learning about this stuff or going for that blooming jog down the street, I mean, that's serious stuff. Guys, you have to get schooled on this. You have to be mentored in these areas by people who know their stuff and know what works today, most importantly. All right? Know what works and knows their stuff and what works for today's market. Not three years ago market. Not 12 months ago market. What's going to work in your industry today? And it's starting to invest in that. All right? Invest in team skills, tools, health. You've got to be prepared to make those investments. And he's like, oh, well, I don't have the money, Amanda. Well, no shit, you don't have the money. Neither did I when I started. Neither did any of my clients. But it goes back to that R word that I said before, which is about being resourceful. And Tony Robbins talks about all this all the time. There's no such thing as lack of resources. There's such a thing, though, as lack of resourcefulness. So how can you find the money? to start investing, right? And I'm saying this with love, guys, because I know that money is a very real thing, but you're going to need it to grow. If you're really serious about creating uh, a business that is successful, that's turning a profit, that is actually pushing upwards and above of six figures revenue, and you know, it, you're going to have to invest. There's no two ways about it. 
And this is something I'm always really open about on prospect calls. When people tell me their big financial goals and they want to get to 10K a month, 20K a month, but they don't want to spend any money on advertising. They don't want to invest in terms of a mentor. They don't want to do anything because they want to build their business as cheaply as possible. Not going to work. And I'm really upfront about saying that to people in the very beginning of our prospect calls that, you know, this isn't just about investing with me to help you develop skill sets. Okay. This is about investing in your business growth. And I want to be really honest about that. Okay. So point made. Third and final one is that you have to get agile and be willing to pivot. All right. So like I said, online marketplace looks very, very different. And what some of the best marketers and business owners are doing and, you know, having observed and knowing these people as well behind the scenes and being in this space too, is you've got to get agile and you have to know what's working today, not 2016 and still trying to sort of play this strategy of, oh, you know, doing the endless blogging and the back, whatever it is in the SEO and the, what's that thing? Backlinks. <laughs> I mean, to tell you how much I know about it because it's like, it doesn't work. So I don't do it. Right. So it's like, you've got to get up to date with what's working in 2019. Don't sit around waiting for something like your blog to just magically attract prospects and start bringing money into your business. All right. You have to get across the platforms your audience is using and you've got to stay abreast of those platforms. You've got to work hard and you've got to be in front of those people every single day. And you've got to be, yes, absolutely creating value adding content, building your brand, but you also need the systems behind that, which I always talk about to bring you the consistency. Okay. Um, you also need to be just on this in terms of the agility bit. You also need to be really aware of your competition. And, you know, again, there is this myth out there that there's no such thing as competition and meaning it. Yes, there is. So we're never the only show in town. Okay. There's always competition in your marketplace. What you need to be really willing to do is understand where your competitors are strong and where they're weak. And you need to be not afraid to zig while they zag, if that makes sense. So you do need to have this market awareness. You need to know the other players in the game. You need to know what they do well. You need to know where they fall short. You need to understand how you can differentiate yourself and spend some time doing this. Write it down on a piece of paper. Write out your competitors and then start to study them. What are they doing? What aren't they doing? Where do I fit? And start to actively curate your role in that marketplace, okay? Actively curate that role. And this is something I work with my clients on a lot because not a lot of people, like I said, there's a lot of rhetoric out there about, oh, there's no competitors. Show up and tell your story and get on Facebook Live and, you know, do some blogging and blah, 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 blah. You've got to curate this stuff. You can't just be dragged along with the breeze and sort of be collecting the leftovers from everybody else. Like you're here to be a leader. Okay. You're here to be a leader. So you need to position yourself and actively curate your leadership status. No one's going to give it to you and say, here, you're a leader now, or here you go. You're a, um, you're an influencer now. They're not going to do it. Like you need to claim it yourself. And that's one of the biggest ways to be successful online is having the systems and having investing in skill sets and teams and tools to do this, but also getting agile and not being afraid to pivot, which is sort of the second part of this, which is if you're misaligned and I speak to so many business owners that 
are going through change. And it's funny because change is a big part of my, my corporate background as well. Um, so many people feeling misaligned around their message and, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, I've been a relationship coach for 10 years, but actually I'm feeling more called to, to move into life coaching or actually, you know what? I really want to move back into consulting or I feel like I want to pivot in my business, but I'm worried about what people are going to think. What's my audience going to think that I've built up? My biggest piece of advice to you is no one cares to be honest. <laughs> people aren't watching you that closely. So if you were to start making some tweaks and to start changing direction or offering different types of programs, you know, maybe it's not a complete pivot, but maybe you're looking to offer a different type of program or charge a different type of pricing, you know, bring your audience along for the ride, communicate with them, tell them why you're changing, tell them why you're pivoting, tell them why you are no longer aligned to your old message. Like I said, at the very beginning of this video, people like to see evolution. Okay. People like to see evolution. They want to see the character you evolve. All right. That's term, that's sort of longer term brand loyalty and all that sort of stuff. And which is amazing. So don't be afraid to zig while they sag, you know, don't be afraid to pivot. Don't be afraid to introduce new offers or revenue streams. If you know, working one-to-one -one with people isn't cutting the mustard for you anymore, change it, invest in the school skill set and learn how to change it learn a different type of a business model, learn how to sell a different type of business model, learn how to step up and lead and recruit a team that can maybe fulfill some of the work that, you know, you, you're doing, I don't know. There's so many different ways that you can change, but it all starts with investing and getting agile. Okay. So they're kind of like the three biggest things that I would say, and I don't want this to go on too long. We've been going for quite a while already, but there has been no better time for you to do work that lights you up, that is meaningful, that's purposeful, that, you know, is here to make you incredibly wealthy in the process. And I'm not even lying, but it's like, you've got to go after it. You've got to courageously commit. You've got to invest in your skill set, toolkit, people. Okay. And you've got to be prepared to get agile and you have to get prepared to pivot if you need to. And that's the intuitive stuff there. As the leader, again, we're sort of taught not to listen to our intuition because someone's bloody five-step process is getting in the way. But it's like, as the leader, if you need to pivot a bit, do it. Just make sure you're not pivoting out of scarcity and make sure you're not pivoting out of fear as well, where it's like, oh, well, I tried to sell a high-ticket program and nobody's buying it. Therefore, I'm just going to go back to selling my 50-quid e-course. Don't pivot because of that reason, right? Invest in skill set to help you develop the sales mindset, the sales mindset, for example, around selling high ticket. Invest in skill set around learning how to market those types of programs. Again, so this is about being very discerning in the marketplace as well, knowing what you want, courageously committing to what you want, and then getting the tools and resources and skills and people to help you get there. Okay. That is what all of these people that you see as maybe the shiny people or the people that you feel have something that you don't, this is what they're doing behind the scenes. Okay. They're investing, they're committed and they're really agile. Okay. Um, and look, there's, there's so much more to it and I could go on and on and on about this, but in an, in a nutshell, they're the three biggest lessons that I've learned from myself, obviously working with hundreds of women in this space as well but also um, being part of this industry as well, speaking with people behind the scenes 
connecting with them, understanding what's really going on. Uh, I know this is what's making their businesses work. All right. So if any of this is sounding familiar to you, if any of this is like, Oh, I'm really making you think and you're like, what can I be doing differently? You know, how can I start to invest in the right way or what skills or gaps, you know, sort of gaps or holes do I have in my business that I need to fill? What direction generally should I be heading in in 2019 for my industry? If you're asking yourself these types of questions, guys, then you really need to start doing something about it, okay? Doing something about it. Uh, you know, one of the things that I offer for my community as well is free 40-minute consults, okay? 40 minutes, you and I are going to get onto a phone call and we're going to talk about all of this stuff. We're going to talk about your industry. We're going to talk about some of the challenges that you're up against specifically. And then we're going to look at where you want to go. And if I can help you get there, obviously I'm going to show you how, and I'm going to share you some insights around, share with you some insights around what that looks like. And if I can't, I'm going to be honest there too. Okay. It's just like, it's simple, but it's going to start with you picking up the phone and even just the act of picking up the phone is going to require some real commitment and it's going to require some real courage because I know you, I know when you're very driven and you're very independent and you're very smart and you're very resourceful, reaching out for help can sometimes feel a bit like, Ooh, you know, I'm going to reach out for help kind of thing, but just do it because honestly, my guess is if you're still floundering and if you're wondering whether you're going to be part of that success story or a success story, there is a couple of key things that you're most probably missing in your business and working with someone like me, conversing with somebody like me around your specific situation, I can help give you some insights and share some specific knowledge with you that can, as I said, either send you on your way with love and, and kind of point you in the right direction. Or if that looks like working together to get me to help you develop your skill sets around some of this stuff. Amazing. Okay but it starts with a conversation. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a link in the comments below here. You're welcome to click on that link and book a time with me personally over the next couple of days. There's some, still some slots available over the next three days, okay? Let's get on the phone, let's do it quick, let's be agile, okay? And let's have this conversation. So you'll be able to pick a time that works and then after that, you're gonna fill in a short, short, short questionnaire, like take a minute to do it. It's gonna give me some background that I need so we can hit the ground running in those 40 minutes and you get the most value, okay? So there's, gonna, there's no pressure, there's no hype, there's no BS or any of that sort of stuff. Um, one of the things that you're gonna walk away with is that roadmap. Whether it's a roadmap in terms of how I can help you or whether it's about actually I can't help you, try this instead, try these things, look here, do this, get resourceful there. Either way, you're going to get massive value from the call. Like I said, it's 40 minutes you and I are going to be speaking, okay? So I freed up that time in my personal calendar this, couple, this next couple of days. So guys, what I want to leave you with is this. There is so much abundance out there. Like I said, this, this e-learning industry is doubling. The coaching industry itself is growing exponentially and it's not going anywhere. Now is the time to get in. Okay, now is the time to really get in while everyone else is scratching their heads and thinking, oh, will I or won't I? And talking about all the reasons why they can't do something. If you're actually making a start, getting in, learning the skill sets, learning the systems, investing in growing your business at the early stage, you've got a much better chance of success later down the line. Okay, again, 
whilst your competitors, people who don't even know that you're competitors yet, scratching their heads on the sidelines and thinking, mm, is this for me or not? Just get into the game. There is so much out there. There is so much potential, particularly if you're great at what you do, particularly if you have a real service that you can offer, something that transforms people's lives, solves major problems for them. That's what people want. People are sick of the bloody cheap e-courses and the kind of the Googling for information. They want accountability and they want results. Okay. So if you have something that's incredible, that can really add value as well, book that call. All right. Thanks guys. Bye. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God.